All right, bet. We're back. Part two. Uh, stoicism and using that, I mean, I don't want to say a coping coping mechanism, but it's definitely a way of life and it allows me to kind of power through. So how'd you get introduced to stoicism? How did that talk talk to me? It's it's um to uh right after my mom died. Um, what date did on in September did your dad die, by the way? Uh to be honest, I do not know. Uh it was like mid, I believe it was. It might have been early September because I think I went to Cincinnati like mid to late September. Okay, I was my mom died on September twentieth. Um, so right after my mom died, I travel. I went on. It, it was during COVID, and I went on a road trip with my dogs. I did a ten week road trip across the country with my pups, mm. and two different people. You know, when two different people that don't know each other whatsoever give you the same exact book, and <laughs> and they were, and both of them were like either some version of every time I read this, it reminds me of your class or you would love this. And like anything, right. Goes on the fucking shelf, whatever. Once in a while, I'm like, Oh, it's a daily thing. Da, da, da. And then I started to really, really get into it. And it was like the feeling I had when I found the yoga philosophy, like the philosophy behind yoga it felt like a key in a lock. It, this, it's like, who wouldn't be into this? What, if, if you're not into this, what are you into? Like, what do you believe in if you don't believe in? This is wake up every day and be honest and good and kind and reliable. Meditate on your own death. I mean, it's literally like a key in a lock. It's like finding a religion, but it's, but with no dogma, it's like, it would be like people, I mean, I don't want to give us too much credit, but it's like for people that like to like think and talk like this, like people that are deep, that's what the, the, the Stoics were, that they were just like, so honest with themselves, just like, wait, I lie too. And wait a second. I don't need to weigh in my opinion about everything. And wait a second, wait a second, we're going to die. So what was it all for? Oh, wait, it was for nothing. So I, so there's no, there's no after, there's no, oh, it's just over. Oh, so what we're like, <laughs> why are we still fucking toiling in our minds? I don't know. I just, it's like a key in a lock for me. What's it like for you? Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's honestly, to me, it's like freedom. It's, 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 it's choosing, it's choosing to see the brighter half of everything, honestly, because it's real. Well, it's honestly realizing that there is no other half. It just is. Um, and, and like to put it into words, it's, it's really like the understanding, you know what we going, we, <laughs> we got technology. So let's see. Let's see what the what stoicism is by by definition. Oh, the cool. endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings or without complaint. Life sucks. You just gotta. I gotta repeat that one more time. We need that. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. We need that soundboard. Uh, the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint. <laughs> Dude, is that not everything that we talk about in yoga is just like, just stand on one leg. 
to stand on one leg and notice that your mind wants to be like, it's really hot. She won't stop talking. The music is too loud. <laughs> right. And you can have that. You can have that. You can not like me. It's fine. Of course, I want you to like me. I'm a human being. But like, but even if you don't, that's not the point because we won't know each other in 30 years. Not me and you, but me and whoever. Right. This is about you. This is about you standing on one leg and 110 degrees and not seeing it as this big display of, well, did you hear? Well, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I heard it's going to snow. It seems really cold for mid-December. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, just shut the fuck up, dude, and endure this thing with a fucking smile, you know? And because the pain, the depression and the anxiety, I almost don't even think we should be medicated as much as we we are. I we actually talk about think that. We can I talk actually about think that you can sure. handle it. Maybe not everybody. Maybe not everybody. Maybe not everybody. People having panic attacks for no reason when they're fucking twelve. I mean, that's a whole nother story. But like, you really need. You really can't handle that. Like, try vig. Have you tried vigorous exercise and no sugar and like? Have you tried? You've tried everything. I don't know and you've gotten off alcohol you're depressed you've gotten off alcohol you've gotten off you've gotten off sugar okay and you vigorously exercise and you meditate and you journal i don't think you do <laughs> you know what like i don't know i don't know i tried medication and i was like oh no 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 i wasn't even i wasn't Wait, even medication for were depression. you diagnosed oh depression no i was i the rejection of this guy the weekend of my mother's death spun me in. I got hooked on the rejection. What I think happened, because I don't like it, it's over now, so I can sort of see it. I think I got obsessed with the rejection. That's the only thing I can think happened. And I made it mean that I was not good enough to be loved based on like my size, my looks, my age, my personality, everything. And I ran that thought so many times that all I did was cry. All I did was cry for like a year and a half. And I would think about how ugly I was and that that's why I wasn't a mom and wasn't married. And I would just be like, <laughs> like you know, and it wasn't anything that I could like, it fillers it was just like just it just was my skeleton was so unworthy of love and I just was so heartbroken Deshaun from my own thoughts and I took Zoloft and all of a sudden the same exact glass that was half empty was half full and I was like whoa that's amazing that's so cool four weeks three weeks in there I went back again obsessed with how ugly I was and overthinking it and thinking about it all day and taking pictures of myself and staring in the mirror and bawling my eyes out, even though I was completely medicated. And I was like, wait a second, I'm actively choosing these thoughts. No one's telling me this. No, whoa, I'm completely medicated. I'm doped. I have swimmies on. I'm doped up and I'm so addicted to the pain. They're like a deranged rat, right? It was just like, 
well, you're having a pretty good day. You mm. couldn't go over how ugly you were, though. And we could we, like you haven't thought about that in a half an hour. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, wait a second, then 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 if I'm choosing them on meds, and then I have all the side effects of meds, like I wasn't horny and I wasn't driven and I wasn't the edges of I wasn't the edges, you know, because being horny and wanting sex. It, 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 it's hard to think of it this way, but it all you almost it, it's almost like a little bit of an agitation. Like you almost like like you almost have to be like you almost have to need to have like have something. And that get got taken, that got taken out with meds. And so did my drive, my my entrepreneurial drive. And I can't have that. Like I need to be like, where's my next meal coming from? You know, to, mm-hmm. to be like maybe I'll do a 7 a.m. challenge or maybe like I, an entrepreneur needs that, 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 that edge. So I was on Zola for three months. It helped me see that I was deranged rat fucking addicted. I was addicted to that thought. Mm. I was addicted to the pain. It's so fucked up. Mm. And, And so I am very grateful for meds, but I think, I just think we're over medicated. I, I I don't know. I I think we can handle whatever we're going through mostly. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a there's a a book the the power of now. I think it's Eckhart Tolle. There's Phenomenal. another one, uh, David Dieter, uh, the the art of becoming supernatural. There's another one he made, the uh, the art of uh, be, um, becoming yourself, uh, something like that. I I gotta you look. Mean up Joe that. Dispenza. Joe Dispenza. What did I say? David, David Dispenza. Joe Dispenza. That's he helped that book becoming supernatural helped me so much with this exact thing. I was going to tell you it, but Joe Dispenza has some stuff where people don't really like him because he think he, because they believe that he says that positive thoughts cure cancer, which of course they don't. But that's not what he's saying. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm like, that's so fucked up to say it, to think it like that. Like, what I did. This, I'm so glad you know him. And of course, Eckhart Tolle is a fuck is the fucking man, and so is Ryan Holiday. I mean, Ryan Holiday is so fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Joe Dispenza's meditations in that book. Exact, Deshaun. This is exact. I'm so glad you know him. Me being obsessed with thinking I'm not good enough to be loved ran a Sludge. neurological pathway mm. over and over and over until I couldn't even stand from crying. I ran that so much. Okay. I'm so glad you know that. So I then got the meds, got off the meds and just literally was like picturing myself in a loving relationship in, in, in a studio that was thriving and diverse and amazing. And I just sat there and just like he tells us to do, didn't just like think it or write it, imagined every single feeling that I would have when people of all sizes and colors and backgrounds walked through that door and like feeling the excitement. And I ran that and I tried to make that. I'm so into that. I'm so into that. Don't you love that? If and that's the thing, if you don't, because our bodies are designed, our minds are designed to 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 prevent us from hurt, from pain. Like it's it's trying to. So if we're addicted to a certain feeling and this certain feeling makes us feel a certain way and we're we're used to it, we're comfortable with it. We don't want to break away from that norm. 
And it's until you envision what that new norm can be that you can then grow and develop out of that space. So it's like, because I want to take that and I actually want to want to turn into your entrepreneurship journey, right? Because obviously you've had your fair share of challenges in this life. Mm -hmm. um, how did that begin? What was your first entrepreneurial journey? Like, how did you get all the way to opening your own studio? Were there, was there multiple studios before this? Like, how did that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever had a job, Dave Sean. I think that's really the problem. I, I, <laughs> I, I like, I am. I've just, I've been the president of my class since the fifth grade, or not the president, but I've been a class officer since the fifth grade. I just sort of like to do it. My, I like to be the boss, you know. And so I've tried a couple of other, like, I've tried to be a personal trainer at a big gym and shit like that, and like. Now I get it. Now that I have my own shop, I get why there's procedures and operations and shit. But I was just like, I always thought it was so stupid. I was just like, that's dumb. You're telling and me what to do. I know how to do this. Like, <laughs> What do you mean? I can't take the front elevator from three to 6 p.m. That's so lame. Like, like <laughs> I, you know, like, I, like I just and because I'm I have that sort of um, charisma, like what I have this personality people are like, I'm sort of a, a liability for a big company. They're just like, the, the loud one, it doesn't want to play by the rules. She needs to go and rightly so. And it's fine. Right. So I like, I have my degree in nutrition. I made a little nutrition company. I used to be a personal chef. Then I was a personal trainer. And then I got fired for saying fuck so many times there is a personal trainer. So then I started to do my own thing. Then I'm went to back to photography school. I had my own photography company for 17 years. We got best of Boston. We were super, super successful on that. Wow. And then the fucking pandemic hit. And I had been, I, I'm a, I, I, um, hold on a second. I just changed to my iPod. Okay. Um, I, I, ago because I couldn't afford uh real estate in Boston then I got to I got to Providence seven years ago and all the yoga sucked you sucked in my opinion it wasn't hot it wasn't sun salutations it wasn't good and so I started take yoga then I got a job immediately and this whole time I have been driving up and back from Boston three times a week for six and a half years and then finally, my mom died. Me and that guy broke up. Opening my own studio. There's nothing like this in all of Providence. Uh, Providence is sort of blowing up. I'm fucking, I'm doing it. I saw that space. It was a tin can. I went home. I started a GoFundMe campaign. I raised $85,000 in a week. And I built that fucking studio on $85,000 in donations, Deshaun, in six weeks. From October 1st, I got the keys and we opened on November 13th. This no one came. last year. Yeah, but that was 13 months ago. Um, no one came. Everyone fucking hated it. People would walk in the door, music blaring me, bawling my eyes. Oh, oh my mom. People would be like, thank you. Like... <laughs> Kind of just looking to stretch, you know, like it was so no tumbleweed, no one in my classes, no one in the studio. And slowly one, one, one person started to work for me, then two, then three. 
And then little by little by little by little, we've built it and we're still building it. So this is the biggest thing I've ever done because, because it is a brick and mortar place that I can't try, I can't run around the world and hide from my own fucking vulnerability. I have to stay, I have to show up. And it's the biggest thing I've ever done. And it's so scary and it's so hard and people complain and I opened in the middle of COVID and like, but I'm doing it, dude. I'm doing it. I'm dropping so many balls. There's more balls on the ground than I have in the air, but the fucking door is open. The hottest, the heat is on and we're teaching yoga and I'm, and I'm, you know, and I miss opportunities of challenges and merchandise and, and Google AdWords. And I'm just like, and I, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm succeeding in spite of myself. I got, I, people were like, what's your business plan? I was like, hold on a second. We're going to do yoga? <laughs> Budget, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. You know, like, I just am teaching yoga and, and it's growing. So yeah. that's what an entrepreneur is, is that is that that comfort with that much risk. You know, like we I have so much risk. No dude, no, no fucking man in his right mind would be like, that sounds like a great idea. No business plan, no mark. What are you talking about? Hold on one second. It's like, yeah, your mic is, it's like, uh, success is inevitable. I drink out of proceed as if success hey, sorry, is one second it's like you keep going like in and out i don't know if it's oh yeah you're you're sounding like sometimes i hear you like great this has just happened like the last two minutes like, I know. what's going on it's like it wants to hook to my bluetooth speakers uh that's what that is yeah i didn't i, I saw the cup but i didn't hear the, the reference to it. i drink i drink out of this every single day mm. It's just everything we're talking about. It's was, all, yeah. That's funny. And if you ask like why I keep like leaning over and writing, I got a whiteboard that I just keep like all my notes. Cause honestly, uh, the, this podcast is uh free therapy and free business advice for me. Um, <laughs> that's totally. because, totally. because I agree with you entrepreneurship. Well, kind of to marry the, the concepts that we're talking about entrepreneurship goes hand in hand with stoicism because it's like, you only know what you know. And if you get wrapped up in the fact that you don't know all these things, then you're not focused on the things that you're actually good at, right? And if you just really hone into your strengths, you can hopefully find people who can help you with the weaknesses. But first and foremost, you again, you can't go there. <laughs> you can't go there, right? So um, how do you, as an entrepreneur, um, like what are some of the habits that you have to kind of make sure that even though, because it is you know, it, it's a it's an interesting position to be in when you are vulnerable. Uh, you know that there's things that you don't. And I'm speaking from personal experience, like there's things you don't know. You realize you understand you're dropping balls. I mean, you're doing the best you can. Like, what are some things that you do on a daily basis to remind yourself to give yourself some grace, but also not be in that space of like, yeah, it's OK. Like, it's fine. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. God, I wish I had it figured out. I, it, it's like. 
well, one, you know, I do practice what I preach as much as I can in this way. And that's, I'll figure it out. Like I say that all the time in yoga, you know, I'm like skandasana. Okay. Half, sorry. Half moon, half moon front of the mat, figure it out, figure it out. You always figure it out. Just start figuring it out and start to that resilience of knowing you will figure it out. Of course, I don't have a business plan. As far as I can tell, a business plan is fucking blowing smoke up someone's ass, ass pretending like I know what is going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. You know what my fucking business plan says? I'll figure it out. I will figure it out. I don't know. And it would be so dishonest and so off brand if I was like, well, in March, 2026, uh, where I'll be like, maybe I'll be dead. Facts. Maybe I'll be dead. So that's my only thing is just this not. I don't know why that's doing that. This piece of like, don't go there. Don't go there. I totally go there. I totally go there. I was just, yeah, I, I like, I get nervous. I get sad. And my friends are just like, look what you've done. Look what you've done. And that's, thank God for my friends that are just like, get me through those valleys. But I'm not someone, I don't think entrepreneurs are like this. I don't, I'm never going to be like, yeah, well, look what I've done. I've built something out of nothing. That's the drive. That's the drive in an entrepreneur. I'm never going to sit back and be like, kill that. Like, it's just not in my personality. You know, you know, it's like, same, probably same with you. It's like, I just am not like that. I don't mean to be negative about it, but I, I am very driven. And, it, and, the, and Love Offensive is fucking awesome because of the people that are in it. And I take no credit for that. I take no credit for that. That's just lucky. And because I do something that people love, which is yoga. Mm. Man, um, we'll, we'll end it here. If you had to have a conversation with your 13-year-old self, you're just in a room with her, playing with dolls or whatever you're doing, dancing. I don't know what what the hits were back in the back. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> back in the you know, uh, I guess that would be uh, like uh yeah 90 90 1990 or something what uh, would I do I would yeah I would what advice would I have for her yeah like what would you tell what would you tell your younger self that you'll figure it out that it will all work out mm. it will all work out be honest make sure you be honest and be wicked nice to your friends. Be so kind and generous to your friends that you never, ever, ever make some fucking passive aggressive shitty dig where you're sort of jealous of them or anything. You lift up your friends at every single opportunity and just be an amazing friend. And, and my friends built my studio for me. My friends paid for my photography school. My friend, I mean, that's what I would say. You'll figure it out and make sure you're honest and really good to your friends. Mm. Well, again, I thank you for taking the time out of your day, dropping some gems on me, share, being vulnerable, 
that's that's definitely not not overlooked. I definitely appreciate that. This was definitely therapy for me as well. So uh, I'll be <laughs> yeah. Send, send me an invoice. I got you. That's <laughs> why. Totally, totally. Um, Deshaun, thank you so much. It was an honor that you even see that something in me. I'm really honored. Um, and I can't wait to see you in class. Yeah, I'll be back. All right, awesome, dude. Love you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, I will be. I'm gonna pause it.